0: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a rather different edition of the Spiral Marketing Podcast. For this episode, we thought it'd be fun to bring in a few guests in the form of a workshop. So today, I'm about to bring in Jessica Featherson and Marcus Isaiah from The Squeeze Network. They're co-founders. And before I do, I just want to say that I met them in a workshop, which is kind of ironic, but the workshop was fantastic. It was about visioning. And we, we had fun. I came out, thought this was really helpful and it'd be good on a podcast, but that's not what this podcast is about per se. We can talk about doing that on a new one, on a, on a future edition. But for this one, we thought it'd be fun to actually come through and help them do an exercise on their own marketing. So with that being said, I'd like to bring in Jessica Featherson and Marcus Isaiah. Come on in, folks. Hey, Carl. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. 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 Thanks See you for having on? us. Oh, it's pleasure, pleasure. This is going to be fun. So I'm going to step out here and allow you guys to just give a little bit of a brief introduction of okay. yourselves here and the Squeeze Network. Sure. All right. All right. Thanks.
1: All right, thanks again for having us, Carl. So my name is Jessica Featherston, and this is...
2: Marcus (laughs) Alexander.
1: And together we are the... The Squeeze Network. Exactly. So Squeeze uh, started out in 2016 as a vision board party, Um, and now we're actively morphing into a community of creatives, entrepreneurs, um, visionaries, um, just coming together um, in support um, and creating platforms and opportunities to collaborate and to help you know, individuals in their own endeavors, whether it's uh, creative projects or businesses, startups, and things like that. so we came. Oh, I'll let you go. <laughs> we started
2: out with um, what is a vision board. Me and Jessica both share vision boards. That's what we had in common. So we thought, how could we turn this into some type of event or project or workshop um, to bring people together to explore those thoughts, to manifest the things that they want out of their family life, out of their personal life, out of their careers. Um, so thus comes Squeeze uh, Vision Board Soiree, and that's what we started. Now developed into. Squeeze a vision board experience, um, taking more risk and more uh, activities, and bringing those things together to put them into one circling effect, which is your life essentially. So, what I thought would be helpful
0: to to touch base with um, and let the viewers know is that you all are creatives. Yes, you yes. are oh, all yeah, are, are your own creatives, things. right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, we can we can even talk through it. Okay, cool. Right. So uh, you all are dancers, dancers, right? so, uh, dancers uh, actors, creative directors, actors creative directors, creative directors, directors um,
1: singers. We do it, We do it all. We're, we are performers. Um, so I guess performance artists. Yeah. Um, and so we fitness instructors, fitness instructors coaches. As well. Yeah. Um, so we went to high school together. We danced together at Performing Arts High School, Suitland High School in Forestville, Maryland. Um, so we spent much of our time just always dancing. And I think you know, the, being a dancer, that that creative outlet, it still translates in my adult life. While I'm still an educator in the dance uh, field. Um, But that has also trickled into culinary art and, again, creative directing. So it's just uh, expanded my, I guess, reach and capacity of creativity.
0: Outstanding. Outstanding. And I think that's a helpful backdrop in a way for a a variety of reasons, but I think in terms of this episode, we had a conversation and you mentioned that what would be helpful from a marketing perspective is to get to know your own customer a little bit better. Exactly. And you'd also mentioned that you're interested in supporting creatives like yourselves, which makes a lot of sense, right? So it's just a matter of going through a little exercise and determining what would be most helpful in terms of your ideal client profile. Okay. Perfect. So yeah. with that, I think we can get started. Yeah, let's right. do right. The way to start with uh, customer profiling is, uh, so for background, we're looking at who your ideal client profile is, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just the big umbrella. It's really if you were going to spend money on marketing to somebody mm-hmm. and uh, this is the kind of customer that is perfect. They're the person who's likely, more likely or not to, spend money on your products and mm-hmm. services and be kind of the leader. They have the ideal client profile. So to think that through, you really want to consider first your goals. Okay. Okay. So let's talk. We don't need to write them all, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's talk about it. So go ahead.
1: I think, uh, go ahead. You saw something uh-huh. burning on your face. No, I was, I, <laughs> I was like, man, what about like
2: these <laughs> goals? Um, to have a sold-out event, right? So... Um, a big event mm-hmm. um, where it's catering to a lot of people mm-hmm. um, at one time, I know that's one of my goals.
1: Okay, but I think
2: I need more specific, I think I need the appropriate questions.
1: Well, it's good.
0: So so don't feel like you need a perfect answer right okay, now. This, right. This is, we're throwing stuff on the okay, board, okay. and we, we can narrow it down deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. But knowing that you want to throw a big event, that's your, your gut instinct, and that, that's kind of the main vision and driver. Is that correct, or is it bigger and broader than that?
1: I think uh, bigger, or I think that's one avenue, right? Mm-hmm. So we have events, plural, because I think – throughout, as we start to develop, mm-hmm. we want to have ongoing programs and events. Mm-hmm. So meaningful, impactful uh, events and programs. Mm-hmm. I think that's one goal. Um, where people are like, ah, I need this. you know. So filling some sort of gap or some sort of like, I think about me as a creative, us as creatives, like what are things that I need, or I'm frustrated about something, so I'm like, how can I solve that problem and create, um, whether it's, you know, Graphic design. I think that a lot of things as starting out startup creatives is DIY, right? Do it yourself. You have mm-hmm. to figure it out. So we can create platforms and just resources like basic graphic design. I think that's a lot of like events. I would be interested in something like that because right. I look for things like that. So, um, or if it's wellness for creatives? How do you unwind? How do you just, you know, take so care let me, of yourself? Let me, let me yeah. see if I'm hearing this correctly. Mm-hmm. You
0: want to be a brand that's a solution provider. It's a go-to solution provider, maybe even a thought leader for creatives. Yes. Is that, that a resource that I feel house. right to only put yes. in yes. 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 You want to be yes. a resource for creatives. Yes. yes. Okay. And one of the ways that you'll do that is in the form of events. Yes. yes. And programs. If you want programs, so mm-hmm. let's talk about that a little more. Okay. What, what kind of program
1: you have in mind? Um, so I think what I've been thinking about lately is what does creative creativity, to be creative what does that mean? Are we all creative? So certain programs that kind of um, people kind of map that out and develop what is creative development what does that look like because um, I think a lot of people are like oh I'm not creative and it can be it doesn't have to be artistic all the time we have there are creative solutions that solve a lot of problems in the world so we think about interdisciplinary things um, so I'm really interested in how we use creativity to solve problems how we use creativity to entertain how we use creativity to you know make our relationships and our family life better um, so yeah that's what
0: I think about. Yeah. Okay. So, events,
1: programs, mm-hmm. and I would say maybe creative development as well.
0: Okay. Creative development. Yes. So, That was in. Can can you give that a a little bit more definition as well? Yeah. So Uh I
1: think about okay. As a dancer, we develop our craft. Mm -hmm. We're in class. We have to, you know, we have to do all these things to to condition our bodies, to develop our techniques. So, how if you are identifying as a creative, how do you develop? Is it a skill that you develop? Is it something that's innate? Is it something, and if it is innate, how do you really access it and utilize it? Um, so I feel like a lot of people, it lies dormant. And I'm not creative, but it's like, really, we are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you really um, develop that? So I'm interested in programming like that, creating things like that where people can say, wow, and how they can use that in any field, like as a teacher, as an educator, you need to be creative with how you relay information to your students so that they'll be interested and it'll be comprehended, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um, As a culinary artist, you need to be creative with how you plate your food and how you mix flavors and and things, so um, yeah, I think about that. So I'm still kind of figuring out what is creative development, and I don't know if that exists, but yeah, I've been developing as a artists. I know there's artist development, you Mm
0: -hmm. know. Love it. I think we've got it, right? So now we've kind of got your goals mapped out, but let's talk about just a little bit more about what that looks like to you. So you want to be producing events, what? Quarterly, annually? I think quarterly. quarterly. Definitely
1: Mm -hmm. quarterly.
0: Um, It's good. Yeah. Okay, and uh, then it, you want to be producing content, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct, yes. so that is more frequent. More frequent, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Weekly, something yeah. like yeah. That. I mean, and you, I you think that. about social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm.
1: Um, Daily. and engage, mm-hmm. right? Yes, engagement. I think we post things, and sometimes people are responding, and then other times they don't. So it's like, well, what really? You're scrolling, what's captivating, what gets people like, "I want to engage in this conversation, I want to engage in whatever they're producing, you know, so I'm also looking at more engagement of our audience. I think that that helps to really identify well, who are you really targeting, who who is it that you're speaking to? Who is the Not audience? Yeah. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Because of all of the different creative fields and functions that you're describing, you could be talking to so many people. Yeah. Right? Exactly. We'd be talking to, to amateurs, to pros, to choreographers, exactly. to uh, writers, to yeah. graphic designers. Exactly. I think for this particular exercise, you may want to try it. Let's let's try and pick one. Okay. Right. Is it? You can only do so many things at once, oh, wow. right? And this is creatives, so we're all famous for this, where we try and do too many things yeah. and it's <laughs> at the expense of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we can pick one nice big project that you're excited about, that you feel like could maybe generate some income for you, and um, build the brand, mm-hmm. uh, then I think that would be a good thing to look at. So okay. uh, do you have any plans for things that you want to roll out that we could Put that in the focus of who that ideal customer might be for.
1: Um, well, I guess our next event yeah, yeah, that we're absolutely. that we're planning because you know <laughs> we do it annually and every year we try to do something different and a piece of different audiences. Um, so possibly, yeah, I, I would say our annual event. So that's kind of the next thing um, and we're always looking to the level of okay we did this this year what can we do differently you know we usually give feedback forms to kind of hear from people um, so I think that that's something we're definitely always actively working towards
0: good okay so you want to put pr- your next event what do you have in mind for it
1: you know may is mental health awareness month so we're right. collaborating with a uh, she's a therapist and kind of working on a event um, mental health and burnout for creatives Wow. Excellent.
2: Okay, keep going. Keep going with what you have in mind for it. So um, you're talking about specific people. Like Mm -hmm. we are saying, you're saying that creatives is general. So if, let's talk about ourselves. Like we're dancers, we're artists, but mostly dancers first. Like people who use their voice or their bodies Mm -hmm. for work. So can we go there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds great. Okay.
0: So uh, what do you, so... uh, it's mental health
2: awareness mm-hmm. for dancers.
1: Well, you know Am I saying that right?
2: You about, out. In general, I'm talking about people who use their bodies, like football players or any athletes. for, okay. so for, for performance based. For performance based. For performance based. Work. based work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So this that's going to be interesting because. We're talking to football players, we're talking to gymnasts, basketball players, gymnasts,
2: yeah. physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, lots, lots to narrow down. I mean, if we're narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I know I use my body. Mm-hmm. And right. we're talking about being burnt out and mental awareness. So that's something I want to know. That's something I want to explore. So, sure, as a, as a dancer. As, as a dancer. Right. Okay. So
1: then to, to narrow it down, why don't we say for dancers and maybe fitness professionals? Yeah. Yeah. because that's where both that's goes so maybe that it can target that um, and that we audience. know a lot of people that are dancers that are fitness professionals um, and how active Everything is performance, like we have to get up, we have to instruct, we have to do this, you know, so I it's very taxing. It now. Um, <laughs> and what does that look like teaching here, and then you have to go to this next class, so talking about the burnout and the stress and strain of that. Um, so so that's, this a,
0: that's a really good example, because what you're describing, if you try and do both, mm-hmm. then you need to still segment them into two, if you're talking about a physical therapist and right. a, a dancer. Okay, right? Right. There might right. be some, there's some segment where they're in between the two, right, there's, right. there's both, but in general, they're going to have different messages. There are different mm-hmm. messages going to appeal to the fact where, to the point where you may want to choose one and uh, consider that that is your ideal client profile mm-hmm. and then gear your materials towards it. Because I know you I'm sure just in your experience, you've met some dancers who are completely different than physical therapists, right? Right. right? right. Whereas, and, and vice versa, right? right? So there may be some that are, are both, but if you try and do an event for both, then you may end up really confusing folks right. between the two. Right. So, that being said, the first thing that you, I know that you're both, right? Mm-hmm. But, as a dancer, that was your first interest. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, let's talk about that. Okay. Do, you, do you think that yeah. a dancer would be, be appropriate for this particular style event oh, you yeah. for your vision yes, yes. yes. For sure. mm-hmm. okay all right mm-hmm. and uh, then the next question is we're talking about marketing we're talking about business do you yeah. think they can afford it we're Where, thinking
1: about creative ways to pre- present this so we were talking about like a virtual zoom type mm-hmm. of thing and it's like if that's the case do we charge or is it donations or like you know how do we navigate this time um, I think in general if we weren't in this like weird, awkward situation that
0: we're in. Um, right, right as, as we film this. Yeah. we're We're just starting the COVID crisis. Right? Yes. Um, social distancing is just becoming a thing. Yes. where oh, So we, we did the corona shake to, yes. to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and, and things are changing. It's, right. it's valid. We, yeah. we want this to have some evergreen appeal, but crisis has happened. Right. And... Um, going virtual needs to be a consideration and it's a, it gives you, now it's local reach, but it could be regional, international, etc. And right. uh, it's certainly something worth considering. And when we talk about speaking specifically to your ideal client profile, mm-hmm. then we have the opportunity to say, well, how big is that? So mm-hmm. let's explore that a little okay. bit. And so when we talk about dancers, there's professional, there's amateur, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that we want to try and go more on the professional side. Yes. Right. Okay. And uh, then on the professional side, do we want to niche down even deeper? For example, there's choreographers, right? There's choreographers, there's directors and mm-hmm. there's, so we could, so let's talk about that. Yeah. What do you with specific?
1: Well, I think it's, it's hand mm-hmm. in hand, a lot of p- performers are choreographers because we have to be the slash artists we're performers we're also this we're also this so um I think it's not unnatural that, like I'm a performer but I also might like, choreograph something next week so maybe is it performers and choreographers or is it what do you think I'm
2: like <laughs> <laughs> no, um it just gets really detailed and uh it gets complicated I think it really let's let's let's, let's
0: streamline it for you so uh, if if you want to do an event you want to do let's so you're you're now you're thinking virtual right and if we're going virtual then we it's going to cost you something Mm -hmm. right so uh, and you want to provide some value you're talking about doing what maybe a an hour two hour long event something like a yeah, a workshop like for choreographers mm-hmm. for dancers whatever whatever we decide mm-hmm. or right. whatever you decide but putting a dollar amount on that like let's just say i'm not suggesting this but if, if right. we say $20 yeah. right if you yeah. say $20 then they like okay well i guess dancers could probably the average dancer can probably afford this whether yeah. they're pro or amateur somewhere between right. now if we start adding zeros right, right <laughs> then all of a sudden it changes that exactly. how right? right so uh, what, what would be a good goal for you let's say that we were our aim is 100 people it's an arbitrary number just so right. that we can do easy math
2: exactly okay yeah
0: so uh, we let's get a 100 uh, use 100 people as an sure. example then if we did $20 right yeah. then we're talking about $2,000 to come through right. as your initial Test. So right. does this, does this feel like it's in line with yeah. what might work? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. So uh, then, we're looking at dancers who are comfortable paying twenty dollars, sort of equivalent to a local concert, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, then with amount a matter of building value. So all that you all that's that's your own exercise. Yeah. How to build, build that, that value? value. Exactly. Yes. But in looking at where the dancers are to get you a hundred. Right. right, we want to get a hundred, so we need to sh- to show to well over a thousand. Right, right. We need to we need to get to well over a thousand people, and right. uh, just so they can see your marketing, to see the messaging, and then it's going to be less than one out of ten people that see it are going to come. Right, right? It ends up being more like one out of a hundred, one out of a thousand. Right. right, so. Um, Let's talk a little bit about who that person is and where they are. Okay. So uh, they're they're dancers. Mm-hmm. How old is the typical dancer? Well, let's go go by the average person that you would want to direct messaging at. Um, let's
1: say like twenty one to thirty. Forty. Twenty one to forty. Yeah.
0: Twenty one to forty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and uh, twenty one to forty.
2: Yeah. Mostly men or women? It's really changed. There are a lot of male dancers. That's why, but I still think that it will be filming female dominated. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Because now we're we're circling around, or now rather we're narrowing in. We Mm want to reach ten thousand people, right? Right. We want to get your information in in front of ten thousand people, Mm -hmm. and uh, so it. If we're going for ten thousand male dancers, and I, I know because I used to do work in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I remember that it was—it's still female-dominated there. There's plenty of men dancers there, but it would be yeah. challenging. Yeah. It would be yeah. more challenging if I'm ten thousand male yeah. dancers, but with with females it's a little easier, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, especially if we're looking at the lens of the whole. Uh, country I'm where, assuming that we're going virtual yeah. English speaking yeah okay yeah. so we're we're narrowing deeper down okay. um, now the other demographics that we can talk through is let's talk a little bit about their their jobs now that might sound obvious, but I know that a lot of dancers do have other jobs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so uh, why don't we talk about that a little bit sure. so ideal client. And we're do, again. We're trying to reach ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they are professional dancers on their, is That what's on their their resume, or are they uh, do they have other jobs that might be worth looking at?
1: Well, I think the reality is that most performing artists working mm-hmm. actively in the field have other jobs, unless you're like on blind King or like you know something like that. It's not that one gig and a lot of things are gig so it's temporary. You don't know are in a company, they're it's still not
2: working on their job, yeah, or teach a lot of other places. places. So
1: typically a lot of dancers fall into fitness, mm-hmm. hospitality, mm-hmm. Um, education. Education. What else? Yes. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that one more time? So fitness. Fitness. or mm-hmm. fitness wellness programs. Well, mm-hmm. Foods um, and hospitality. Hospitality, sure. Um, and education. Mm-hmm.
0: The other thing that I'm noticing is, is that it seems like we're more focusing even deeper on semi-pro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? As it doesn't sound like you're talking to the people that are in The Lion King necessarily. Maybe, Maybe a little bit, but... To find ten thousand of those that have the the time and the bandwidth and the interest in joining something like this, I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, you have to you you tell me, but it seems like if we're going for an ideal client to talk to and find ten thousand of, mm-hmm. then it may it, it sounds like semi pro to me. Does that well, does it does that feel correct to you, or does do you want well, to target guess, this more towards pro?
1: Well, depend on how you, perception. you define yes. semi pro and professional, professional. because you know, we work a lot of professional gigs and we are professional performing artists. Um, so actually, Sorry, full-time. Okay, full-time. Full time. Yeah, okay. sorry, sorry. That, I, I
0: apologize. Yeah. I, well, did, okay. yeah, I didn't mean that. No, as, because... No, that no, no, no. Right, it does change. Right, because yeah, full, a lot of our work, work is
1: part-time. part-time and it mm-hmm. is contracts and things like that that mm-hmm. end and then you have to start another thing. So, um, so yeah, maybe...
2: Because even if you are on Broadway, this show might end, and you
1: have to find another it, yeah. So
2: it's still um, part time. Yeah. yeah. Right, so so let me tell you why, why <laughs> so that's important. Silly, why, yeah. why this is
0: why that's important? Because you're getting into the the psychographics, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, which is gives you more about the emotional well being of right. these people, mm-hmm. right? Because they're they're juggling. Right. They're juggling. They've, yeah. they've got multiple jobs and you know everybody can relate to that. Right. But uh, it helps you in the messaging because you can be more empathic. You can right. be more empathic. You can help them understand when you're developing that content, you're seeing their perspective as very busy. They have to juggle multiple things yeah. and uh, then you can help them relieve that stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Then definitely, mm-hmm. I
1: think that... Mm-hmm. That Target for sure. So yeah, you know, possibly. not not the full time. Sure. <laughs> so the, yeah, the jugglers, the, you know, the yeah, I don't know what we call them, but yeah, the jugglers. Semi. The semi. Uh,
0: and how about some of the more other demographics? What are they're typically making? What level of income do you think?
1: The semi pro um, or the full time. We're talking about
0: ideal client profile. You know what? Oh, okay. whether, whether it's 65, it's, 85, whatever, whatever it is, right? It's, I mean, you all can write that down and we don't have to necessarily yeah, yeah. disclose that. Because it does,
1: it does range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It and, I, and with all of the different jobs, it's so hard to kind of guesstimate yeah, the. But ideal. I know people
2: that make 80000 ninety 90000 who mm-hmm. and we're doing the same show. I mean, mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so I mean, even, if, even if we have a starting range of like 50 to yeah. 80, something like that, we're
2: targeting yeah. somewhere between that, maybe 65. I would say 30 say yeah, 30 yeah, days. there you go. Yeah. 30 days. that's really helpful. Because hospitality, fitness, yeah. you, you, you're lucky in education if it was there. Mm-hmm. Education, yeah. I know, we can yeah. ghost it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 Good, okay. Well... The other things that you consider here is what kind of entertainment they're, they're taking in. Obviously, dancing is mm-hmm. kind of an obvious one, mm-hmm. but it's helpful that you have these peripherals too because you've got some of their peripheral interests that you can sort of carve out subsections for, mm-hmm. right? So right out the gate, you have fitness. So how uh, how do you keep your, your mind and body fit when you're a dancer? Um, hospitality, how do you keep yourself nourished and uh, well rested even. Mm-hmm. Education, how, how do you stay sharp and right. uh, what's important to, to keep mm-hmm. your mind um, you know healthy in all ways right. when you're a dancer. Right. So uh, you can see how each one of these site sections is really helpful to talk through and document and then it's going to become important again when you're advertising because now with Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and all that, you yeah. add the interests yeah. in there, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got the semblance of the of a footprint that you can use to build out campaigns and right. start to get to, to know your customer even right. deeper, right? So I think that's probably a good starting point, right? Okay. Yeah, was right. that helpful?
2: Yeah, for sure. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. perfect. So now we're going to go through a little bit of a demand generation exercise, testing demand generation, right? Because you all have a few different ideas for information products and services beyond the event. Mm -hmm. And uh, this could actually work for your event as well. But so yeah, we we can talk about that too. So uh, let's throw some of the ideas out there. So you've got this mental health awareness and relief workshop Mm -hmm. that we're talking about for this virtual event yes right and you also already have your visioning exercises yes Yes. right Mm -hmm. perfect and then are there a few more are there a few more ideas that you've been considering
1: um i think like maybe things that I don't know if it's like workbooks or guides or things like that 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 can just be accessed online and and sold. So that's another product that's I've been thinking about. Um, I'm not sure what that would be or if it's like um, some sort of um, thinking about creative development or creative, you know, work or whatever that might be. Um, Just sort of like prompts and things to get people thinking Mm -hmm. um, outside of the box or specific to whatever they're trying to work towards. So um, maybe being like creative guides um, to help people enhance their creativity or, you know, that's, I don't know. Mm -hmm. know, We haven't really uh, gone that
2: much further then. Um, Just, just, yeah, I mean, we thought about like a happy hour and networking event to get people in the same space to see what comes up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's two, Categories of research that
0: relate for market research. One is qualitative, and one is quantitative. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to uh, you know get too academic, but just in general, that one's focus groups. You know right. where mm-hmm. you're you're collecting quantitative information, a lot of information versus. Um, Quantitative, so qualitative. You're right. the quality. Right. You get more quantitative. You get more quantity, but it's more database, right? Yeah. right? And it, it, so you know that already. Yeah. But it's it's helpful to think about it from that lens because right. if you're. Still, kind of a brainstorming phase. That's fine, but then you're—that's a good place to get qualitative, Mm -hmm. right? To get some folks in the room, like you're describing. Do that happy hour, maybe do a Zoom hangout, Google Hangout, uh, while we're in this social distancing, (laughs) right? But yeah, (laughs) cheers, right? (laughs) (laughs) Via the internet, right? Exactly, exactly. But now that you know your ideal client profile, you know who to invite. Right. right so yeah. if you're inviting those specific dancers and saying well, you know we want to we want to provide value to you and uh, again you can think in terms of what kind of quantity and dollar amount you would actually be going towards you know mm-hmm. it, it's not to be too capitalistic but it really does help you settle your lens for what is appropriate mm-hmm. right it helps you determine what kind of value you want to provide right right. right. right yeah so uh, to that end you so uh, it sounds like the the focus group might be helpful for you, mm-hmm. and but let's take you one step further because you will you'll get there right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have that Google Hangout and collect the, that work session. There there are a few ways to do it also online now, which okay. are pretty interesting, right? Like you could uh, yeah. it might sound silly, but you could actually just start sending Facebook messages. Yeah. Right. To so yeah, the to the right people, you yeah. can just That's choose true. these people and start sending Facebook messages, start sending Instagram messages, and saying, hey, you know you're the exact kind of person that we want to be providing value to. So both from a direct one-to-one perspective as Mm -hmm. well as putting out with a broader brush of saying... uh, we want to get feedback. We want to get your ideas. We'd like to include you. And people love to be creatively mm-hmm. involved. That's a good way to to, to eventually yeah. work with them, right? right? And from exactly. one perspective or another, exactly. it turns them into brand champions. Right. Yeah. Right. Nice.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh-huh. I like well, a brand champion. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, you
0: all. are such great brand champions as co-founders. And um, right, absolutely, you got a cool brand to champion. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so then let's let's take you one step further. Okay. So once you've got that, then it's a matter of um, validating your idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, and this this can be be done rather quickly, but you want to get data. So uh, once you've refined that that um, that, that offering, so uh, let's say that you've come up with a workshop for whatever it is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to speculate, but put it out there and again, you can test that both quantitative and qualitatively right. and uh, now with the qualitative we've gone over it a little bit but it's it's a helpful next step because then you have something really specific because it's one thing to say I'm interested and then it's another to say hey would you specifically right. pay money right. for this right. mm-hmm. pay 5, 10, whatever it is whatever dollar right. amount it is for and it's really great to go through this before you build the product That's true. a lot of people don't and uh, I can tell you from experience them with creatives, they're really because we're also passionate about our ideas, yeah. and uh, as you said, a lot of people are creative, yeah, but when people define themselves as creativity, it's a part of our ego, right? right. right? Yeah. So it's right. that much harder to let go. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 But really, <laughs> as a business owner, you kind of have to accept that you could be wrong and mm-hmm. make little tests, Yes. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we've talked a little bit about the initial test, but then... If you could take it a little bit further and put some dollars into it. So uh, now, with that Facebook post that I was telling you about, not just a message, now we'll put it on a post. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're creating a um, a workshop. Mm-hmm. Take a take a look and let us know if you'd be interested. Mm-hmm. So the first leg of that could be that just that post. Right. Next step, boost it. Right. right? Put it as advertising and amplify it to specifically your target. So uh, because we were talking about the 10,000 people you can reach, that's right. real easy to do if you throw just $5 at it, ten dollars $100. Right. Then you can reach they you know reach, all those yeah. people mm-hmm. and uh, get them to really tell you what they think of that idea. Right. You can do surveys online. That's a, that's a huge opportunity yeah, to, surveys, to, yeah. to take yeah. surveys because <laughs> um, you can also do surveys on certain platforms and boost them. Mm-hmm. And then the next step, which can be... The next leg, which we'll also could amplify, is we have a landing page where people can actually plug their info in there to, to raise their hand and say they're really they're interested. interested. Right. Yeah. Now, that could be stepping, uh, uh, the, the first step is awareness, right? Mm-hmm. You wanna get the, them aware and uh, evaluating and uh, thinking about whether they would be interested in this. Now, you have to come up with triggers to see it, to get them to raise their hand and say that they are interested one way or another, and a lot mm-hmm. of times between awareness and evaluation, means that they're downloading something potentially for free. Mm-hmm. So if you come up with a 10-step a guide to whatever it is the workshop is, a 10-step guide to mental health mm-hmm. as a performance artist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then you could put that on that landing page. Right. and if they're willing to put their information in return to get this PDF and you all know, have right. great design mm-hmm. resources so go ahead and you can get use those designs right. and, and they're raising their hand to say yes we're interested in principle it's, right. they're not right. yet there to spend money but right. you need to start sure. growing your right. list right, yeah. right? Yeah. growing for a list sure of taxes from your ideal client profile yeah. right for sure
2: yeah okay. Yeah.
0: alright and yeah. then the, the other step which is kind of a, an interesting tip that you're not going to get for too many places, and most, there are few brands that are willing to try this, but Tim Ferriss is actually kind of famous for doing this, okay. where he would, he wrote the four-hour work week.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah,
0: right, that's entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs love yeah. this book, and uh, he tested different titles in Google Ads, Mm-hmm. So uh, you can do That's one more kind of mm-hmm. ninja way of hitting your market because you can do targeting both from a demographic standpoint as well as a keyword perspective. So you can have people that are searching for, I, I, I don't know how many keywords there would be on right. for performance, artist, mental health. Right. But right. that's another good way for you to get a little bit of a gut check yeah. is to do some keyword research. So yeah. you know, go ahead and go in. It, it's actually a free tool. Okay. It's Google Ads Keywords. Mm-hmm tools okay. they, they've got a few um, so you, it's keyword planner is a big one google ads keyword planner and then okay. you can go in and start playing with look at performance artist dancer um, mental health relaxation mm-hmm. relaxation mm-hmm. tips right. um, mm-hmm. and that will you'll see related keywords as well which will make you think, okay, well it looks like some of these are more interesting. interesting. They will get yeah. exactly yeah. exactly you get more they volume. Will pop, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that will kind of test your assumptions on whether or not you should go in one direction or another. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's, that's okay. very yeah. Perfect. Okay, cool. Well thanks folks. I think thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yes. So Marcus, Jessica from the Squeeze Network. Yes. Thanks so much for being yes. on the show. Thank oh, you, for having thank, us. Guys. thank you. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Spiral Marketing Podcast as a workshop with the Squeeze Network. And uh, to give you a quick rundown of when we went over, we did a ideal client profiling exercise where you start looking through the lens of your goals because depending on what your goal is in terms of your product, your service, uh, your project, event in this case, there's going to be a very different kind of ideal client that you're selling to. And at a high level, it's just documenting the demographics and the psychographics but getting much, much deeper. And to do so, rather than going back through it now, you can go to spiralmarketing.com go to the show notes page for this episode, it will be episode 45, and you can download a free worksheet that will you can use to mark up all the different categories of questions. Okay, so then the next section was the demand generation. So demand generation testing, there are a few types of research that are worth noting here, categorically, qualitative research and quantitative research. Qualitative research, quality is you get more of, Focus groups, so it's information rather than data. And looking at the focus groups, you can also ask your ideal client or ideal prospect what they think about this idea and have them walk through their thoughts, feelings, and impression, and most importantly, in this case, whether they would pay money for it and whether they want it. Really, that's demand generation. Quantitative quantity of data that you can use to build a case one way or another. And uh, the most common example there is surveys, but we walked through a bit of a ninja example using keywords data. So you can get keywords, data, and clicks on the different ideas. So you could actually create an ad that shows what it is you're selling or versus option A, option B, and do a little bit of multivariate testing. This works with keywords through Google ads. It also works for social platforms where there's advertising, which nowadays is almost all. Now, the one piece that's not written here is coming up with triggers. So uh, triggers that prove beyond awareness into evaluation or interest. So uh, you're getting somebody to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm interested enough in this maybe not yet to buy, but to download something in return for their contact information. So a common example is a PDF providing some kind of a valuable infographic, something visual, but it could be anything that somebody is willing to give their information in order to receive. So again, we'll have more information on the show notes page at spiralmarketing.com. But for now, thank you so much for watching listening. Cheers.